Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Welcome back to the Fist of Fail podcast. This is our special hangover episode. <laughs> <laughs> So this is going to be a fun one. Oh, boy. Uh, how are you doing, Zero? Uh, hanging in there. <laughs> we really should have recorded last night yeah. when we were both in high spirit, you know, had a good buzz. <laughs> but nope, decided to go karaoke instead. <laughs> Shout out to Binny's. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about Eco Weiss's first film. Uh, the the movie that preceded the raid, uh, Marantau, and uh, this is my first viewing for this movie. Really, I have never seen this before. Mm. I've wanted to watch it for forever, and just through circumstances, like I'm like, oh, they're playing it at whatever theater. Oh, uh, my my my, my I'm, I'm sick. I can't <laughs> go now. Ah, like, oh, fucking tickets are you know go completely a waste. I think it was playing at the New York Asian Film Festival last year, and I was like, yeah, oh, we yeah. should go, and then... I couldn't go for some reason. You couldn't go, and then I think I was hungover, so <laughs> I was like, it's fine. I think hangovers are just the thing with this movie. Yeah. Thankfully, it's just on Netflix. I'm like, oh, sweet, now I have no excuse not to watch it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, maybe the Netflix version isn't the best version to watch it. For instance, the, the sound editing and in certain spots, uh, the, the color... But then you said that that just might I'm be pretty my TV. sure that's your TV. I don't know. I never noticed this problem with other movies. Well, the so the colors in this movie are you know like they're they're post processed. Like sure. they they definitely punch things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fine when I was watching it on my film mm-hmm. on my uh, television. But as we were rewatching it here, it all those reds were so blown yeah. out. Right. <laughs> so. I I never had these problems with other movies. And mm-hmm. say I don't readjust uh, my my. TV to, you know, depending on the movie I'm going to watch. So. Right, right. Um, but anyways, Marantau. It's going to be tough for me because uh, I did watch the Raid series. And I've watched a lot of other eco sh- movies and shows, including Wu Assassins. Did you finish that? I finished episode two and I was like, this is so stupid. Oh, God. And then I was like, okay, I'll give it another shot. And then I watched episode three. I'm like, okay, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the entire thing and I like hated myself afterwards <laughs> i was standing on the subway watching it every morning into mm-hmm. work and just getting more and more frustrated with what i was watching <laughs> i i have all the exposure to their later films and all the rest of the things that eco's been working on and you know to see him see baby-faced eco uh in this first outing for him um was kind of interesting because I'm, I'm kind of spoiled with with what he can show he's you know demonstrated in his later movies. Right, right. So, so like, you're watching going, this. So you're going from the good and you're kind of regressing back to his earlier stuff. You can yeah. s- you can see how it's I don't want to say it's not it's not as good, but you know, yeah, this is all their first film together. So you can see how in the later movies they've you know, they've gotten better, they've learned lessons and they've taken the good from this and then it's it, we got the raid. Right. After that, oh my so. God. The raid is a you know it kind of set the 
you know, set the path for Indonesian action movies, you know, mm-hmm. because it was incredibly violent, it was incredibly gory. But this movie, precede, preceding that, doesn't have all the gore, the, the excessive violence. So Well, until Yayan gets shot up in the elevator. Oh, yeah, yeah, even that, it's, it's like, it's tame in comparison yeah, to... Yeah, but, but, like, compared to the rest of the movie, it sticks out, like, almost like a sore thumb, thumb because there's not that much... There's not that much blood in this movie, I would say, from the violence. Yeah. Minus one of the characters getting a bottle smashed over his head. Sure. And it's like a it's like a faucet, <laughs> a waterfall like of a blood. Fondue set. Yeah. <laughs> what what I mean is, because uh, I when I watch the raid, I get like visceral visceral reactions to some of the violence. I'm like, oh my god, that I feel that neck snap. Yeah. And I never feel that way with this movie. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And, well, okay. So Gareth Evans. In an interview talking about um, th- this movie, <clears throat> he has said that like he, he took inspiration, uh, like not maybe not inspiration, but uh, you know, like uh, Ong Bak Pai and then set the wave for uh, action cinema outside of Hong Kong, right? So I mean, clearly, I, I see a lot of influences from Ong Bak here. Did he did he actually say he yeah. took it? Okay, because mm-hmm. I was gonna say, man, like I could not like. I could only see Ung Bak in like a lot of this movie, and right. I don't think I thought that maybe it wasn't intentional. But I guess now that you say that, mm-hmm. maybe it was. Yeah. I think because of the story of this, you know, this young man coming from this small village and then going to the big city and then getting swept up and everything, and then having to fight his way out. That's it's, it's Ung Bak. This is an interesting film in that it. It doesn't feel like your traditional martial arts movie where they're just like, ah, I just get to the action mm-hmm. and then they just sprinkle in character moments. It feels like they were really trying to flesh things out because, I mean, we don't get to any fighting for at least like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it's you're really just spending a lot like you get to see his mother's reaction mm-hmm. to him leaving. It's it's emotional for her. Right. But the whole time I kept thinking like, yeah, but when are you going to fight? So it's a, it's a different type of martial arts movie. Sure, it, it sure. feels like it's trying to be a drama in addition to having like martial arts in it. Yeah, and that's something I like about the the raid movies. And I I I don't know what if we're gonna eventually have to stop talking about the raid because we're gonna be talking about that pretty soon anyways because it's the weather the anniversary is coming up pretty pretty soon for that. So we'll save all that. But the good thing about the raid movies is that those the premises for those movies are very simple. Mm-hmm. Well, the, fir- simple. the first one, anyway. Oh, yeah, The sure. second one deviates oh. far from yeah. the original story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the first one, for example, like, so such a simple movie um, in terms of, like, what the story's even about. But it works. And then this one, this, I wouldn't say it's complicated, but there's a lot of moving parts. You mean this, you mean this film? Mar- Maranto, yeah. yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping it would be a little more about the actual Marantau, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be the young man's yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. It, but it, I feel like that didn't even need to be here because it's more about him mm-hmm. um, going to the big city, as I mentioned before, and then meeting these people and having the fight. Sure, sure. I didn't get that sense that uh, Marantau had too much to do with it. I mean, sure, he's growing as a person because he's saving this girl and her brother, but... I think I would have been more interested in like that actual story, mm. even even without the martial arts in it. Well, his Marantau, uh Oh, for those who don't actually know what it is, Marantau is like an Indonesian 
um, cultural ritual kind of thing. Like a rite of passage? Rite of passage. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. They leave home and they have to essentially discover themselves or yeah. like do something to make them grow up. Is it like Rumspringer? No, what's that? I don't even know what that is. Isn't that like the, the same thing for Amish people? They go oh, out. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know that I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I <laughs> thought that's what it was called. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm not cultured enough. <laughs> Um, his, his thing is that he wants to leave his village to go to the city, uh, where he's going to open up his own dojo, I guess. Salat, Salat school. Yeah. 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 He wants to teach Salat. And I mean, uh, it's not even a spoiler because like there's so many, the movie kind of deviates after that. Pretty, yeah. Pretty hard. I want to say he failed in his mission. <laughs> he completely failed. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, because of the ending, he failed. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> He was nowhere close to accomplishing that goal. Yeah, he goes to this. He goes to the city. It was so confusing. He goes to the city, and he was going to stay in an apartment, but apparently the apartment wasn't even built yet. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. And then he ends up sleeping in this these concrete tubes. Mm-hmm. Very. It's just all very okay. Where is this going? Yeah. Where is this going? There's like story. There was uh, elements of sex trafficking in the movie as well, and. Um, there's unfortunately uh, this rape scene that happens, and it's, I mean, it's like the aftermath. Yeah, the you don't scene. you don't see it. You see the aftermath yeah, of it's, it. It's kind yeah. of just, it's very just straight up sad. Yeah, it's, it's, the movie turns into a downer <laughs> at the end. The whole, because, yes, you understand uh, the, I think, it was it, what was the actress's <clears throat> name or the, the character's name? Was it Jessica? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah, so female, female love interest. Yes, unfortunately, we have to <laughs> use that term a lot because we never remember people's names. <laughs> but female love interest. She's a dancer in a nightclub. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there is some, you know, there's some nice character development between them. How she says like, "Oh, well, I, you know, I, I'm doing this for myself. It's never like me mm-hmm. uh, over overexposing my body and all this stuff." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that." Right, and you get to discover his her backstory that she was an orphan and you know like was orphaned by her parents and uh, like has struggled her entire life. I get it, I get it. There's, but it's just a downer. Yeah, <laughs> like the yeah. movie's just kind of a downer, uh, and it, it's kind of I wouldn't say it's relentless, but there's no, there's b- barely any. I don't think there's any comedy in the movies. It's, it's kind there of just straight up. Yeah, it's a straight up drama that has martial arts in it. It all, they start piling it on at the end yeah. with the martial arts. Because while you're, while you're watching this, the whole movie, you're like, okay, you know, there's some fight scenes here and there. But where, you know, like it, it didn't feel like we were getting enough. Right. But then at the end, it's, it's just all fighting. Right. So if, if you're thinking while you're watching this movie, like, oh, the, the, this isn't the martial arts. I'm just... Way towards the end, it just it, then it starts just snowballing. Unfortunately, with Southeast Asia, you know, sex trafficking is a real thing, and it, it's you know it's evident in a lot of their cinema. Yeah. We watched uh, Raging Phoenix, a movie right. that turned out to be about you know sex trafficking, and we were just like, oh, don't don't put that in your silly you know drunken <laughs> fighting movie. Like yeah. it just totally derails that whole kind of high of hey we're we're drunk and we're fighting this is this is fun we got b-boy style stuff oh, and then like oh i have to save my wife because she was sex traffic <laughs> you're just you, like oh and you t- need to fall down a pit and throw a, a gem at the screen <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those movies i think is i just appreciate and but then i don't know if i'd come back to watch this movie again yeah 
uh, I watched this when it first came out a while ago, and I was like, oh, you know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing I really took from it was I liked the the last fight. Mm. It's because uh, it's, it's it's long. Yeah, two on one. Yeah, it's two yeah. on one. There's some good choreography there, and that was like. I, I guess that was the only thing I really remembered from the right, film. Right. You were talking about how this kind of resembles Ombak. The first uh, sequence in the movie is uh, Iku wise playing, not playing, but he's he's practicing with his weapon. Um, this weapon that's what what's it called? Uh, uh, Karambit. Karambit. Yeah, he uses this weapon <coughs> in the raid two, uh, in, in that very iconic fight. Um, but he he he's like playing. Not playing with it, but he's like he's performing his katas and and his, you know, I guess forms. I don't, form. I don't know what it would be called in salat. Yeah, uh, he's he's doing all that, and it's immediately resembles Angbak. Well, like I would, in the very beginning, I would say more when he starts, uh, he's sparring with his uh, master. Mm-hmm. Uh, that reminded me of Ungbok, like that that night shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at the side of the building. I don't know why. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he. I guess he was just really referencing uh, Ungbok a lot. But the first real fight happens when they're in the city, actually in the city. Iko is trying to protect the uh, protect the girl, defend her when it's just one guy, and it's not really a fight. The guy clearly is just he's outmatched. His arms, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about the five on one fight in the alleyway. Yeah. Uh, before the before they go into the nightclub. Yeah. 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 And then it, so uh, it, it ends with Iko getting his ass kicked and he, his face hits the ground mm-hmm. and they take the girl away into the nightclub right upstairs and Iko just gets up and he's just like filled with anger and he goes inside and he, you know, like the rest of the fight ensues and he's clearly a lot better now. Like one of my movie sins in the past is like, what did, what strategy did he change? Like, how did he suddenly become... A much better fighter all of a sudden i guess he literally was fighting i think three or four guys at the same time mm-hmm. outside of the nightclub and what ended up happening is somebody got behind him and then they just started you know like he couldn't see that person and that's how he was getting the the hits against him uh, sure uh in the sure. night uh, so this is me logically trying to think sure. think it through so when he's in the nightclub he has more room to move there's other people there's other objects in the way and he starts using that to his advantage so mm-hmm. maybe that's how he won maybe uh sure I'll, I'll give you that but it doesn't feel like uh it's it's spelled out very well i, I don't like it when a character suddenly just gets a little angry and he he's he's clearly winning he's the, the anger it. like powers him up a little bit right and to be fair i don't think he, you even need that first section of the the fight where he gets his ass handed to him in, in the alleyway he, he just could have just shown up inside the nightclub mm-hmm. and just fought everybody but yeah whatever yeah it, it's a i see what you mean now it's a little confusing he lost mm-hmm. and then like how does he win inside <laughs> if anything he should have it should have been like a stalemate and they drag him they drag her inside and he's running in after them but you know, obviously, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. The highlight obviously happens in the nightclub because now Eco's actually going all out, so it's a, that's kind of cool. Uh, you get a good usage of uh, the tables and a lot of, like counter space. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he kicks uh, a dude and like his his the back of his head smashes onto the uh, uh, onto the counter as well. There's a there's a moment in inside this nightclub that reminded me of Jailbreak. 
he hmm. kicks a guy and his butt gets stuck in the ladder. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. it's but it's not played for comedy because immediately after he kicks him in the face. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I mean again um, about like uh, like them not getting that style, having the style that they have in the later movies yet. Because when he delivers that that hook kick and uh, I guess broke his neck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what happened. Like he fell unconscious. Like I feel like like in the later movies or their later movies. It would have been something extremely like a killing blow. Violent, yeah, mm. yeah like okay. a bit more explicit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah. Now that you say that, when I think of the other movies, a lot of the, I guess, the final moves to stop the goons, it's like neck breaks yeah. or arm breaks or something to really, really immobilize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, this this fight it, it leads into them crashing, <laughs> eco crashing through a door. Mm-hmm. And like he crashes through a door, he surprises them, and somehow uh, a glass bottle breaks on the main villain's uh, face, so I, and he's I, completely cut up. I, so I had to watch this scene a lot because I didn't understand how that happened. Mm-hmm. I think so. Ego kicks the bottle, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it explode mm, like a like a fucking mortar. <laughs> <laughs> and out of all the people, it only it, the glass only gets on the villain's face, and mm-hmm. he looks like. <laughs> like something from hellraiser <laughs> yeah and then the, for the rest of the movie mads Kadal, who plays the main villain he has uh his face is completely cut up and i mean fine i get it uh, it's supposed to give him uh, a reason to go after eco because uh, he has a complete uh, vendetta against him now He's yeah like, he, yeah he needs to die the girl needs to die and the little brother needs to die like they all need to die because you know he was um, humiliated by him well, he got he got, he got all this glass stuck in his face. I'd be pretty pissed off too. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And uh, his right hand man is played by Laurent Busson, a uh, very talented uh, martial artist. We were just watching the trailer for um, uh, Die Fighting. Uh, I love that title. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're definitely gonna you know, check that out one day. Um, he's very talented, um, and I wasn't expecting him to be a fighter in this movie. I wasn't expecting either of them to be fighters. I thought it was just going to be, you know, the Indonesian stunt team yeah. doing their thing, especially because uh, Yayan's right, in, in, right. in this yeah. film as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, you know, kind of spoiler alert, it turns out they, you know, they both fight Eco at the end. I was like, oh, that's that's neat. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's different. You know, when they're boarding the bus and Yayan looks over and sees. Um, Yayan being Mad Dog from The Raid, the first Raid movie, and uh, he's also technically in the second one as well. Uh, when he's looking over and seeing that Eco putting, like, taking out his passport or his wallet inside his his, uh, his messenger bag. bag. Yeah, you, th- they, you thought he was going to steal it, right? Yeah, I did but too. They didn't, they didn't do anything and with that. Nothing ever comes of that. Uh, yeah. why, why did you make that choice? I yeah, yeah. Like, why did you actually show us? him doing that like that's what they were implying yeah yeah and then but, the movie completely took derailed like it subverted my expectations yeah well i guess what they were trying to do is like um yayan's character was realized that Eco is the younger version of him and mm. that's why they have that conversation in the beginning right 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 um now most of the movie is Eco versus goons oh yeah like, the yeah. majority of the movie is um afterwards we have the fight on the bridge because they're running away from the, the the goons again, and um, you were you were telling me about that 
ghosting effect. Uh, why don't you explain that right now? Uh, I don't even know if I'm using the, the terminology correctly. Uh, when when large movements are happening on the screen, like someone swiping from left to right, uh, you, you see, like usually you see motion blur, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and things look blurry, but it, it, it feels like you're seeing uh, remnants of the last frame uh, mm-hmm. still on screen. So you, you get this weird ghosting. I don't know if it's, it's, if it's called ghosting or if it's interlacing. I think it might be, yeah, de- de- uh, interlaced, yeah. Right. It, and I think maybe like they shot at a different frame rate and then they changed the frame rate for whatever video format we're watching it in. So it mm-hmm. got really distracting uh, in 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 a lot of these movements mm-hmm. <laughs> i almost didn't like the fights because i couldn't stop seeing that yeah yeah i, I noticed it when once you pointed that out i was like well, yeah there was something up with that I, I just didn't couldn't put my finger on it and re-watching the bridge scene i noticed when uh eco because he, he has pipes you know it's a, it's a pipe fight yeah <laughs> it sounds really stupid when i say it like that but it's a pipe fight you know everyone's guard um wielding these metallic pipes and he smacks a guy over and he falls over the side of the, the bridge. But with the way that the camera moves, with the motion, um, there's something about that movement, that motion didn't mm-hmm. look uh, look organic. Yeah. Yeah, they probably took a 60 frame per second video and then converted it down to 24. Maybe. So, Maybe yeah. that's what that, Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew what was going on there because mm-hmm. it, it was very distracting for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, but it, it's... Well, okay, maybe not completely, uh, but there, I, I did notice it though. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't, it didn't kill the movie for me for obvious reasons. There are the trademarks that um, Gareth Evans kind of Gareth Evans action movies have, which is the shaky cam, but still, um, it's it visible. Nev- it never his shaky cam never feels just shaky cam for shaky cam. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very. Uh, dynamic active camera mm-hmm. uh not all the time but he does like to follow moves yeah. which which is what i like he does it all he does it a little bit in this movie mm-hmm. he does it a lot more in his other movies like yeah. when people are crashing through walls or when you have uh big movements going from left to right like i love when the camera does that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in his yeah, other films. like it'll tilt to, to yes, match yes. The movements as mm-hmm. well yeah and uh, speaking of jailbreak you mentioned it's you know they took inspiration from gareth evans movies and here it feels like uh, you know, he hasn't he hasn't perfected it yet, but you see that he's it, it's like the beginnings of yeah his kind yeah of... You, you can you can see like um, his like he's trying to do things cinematographically cinema I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to say that word <laughs> good, good enough oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. what you mean he, he's trying to frame things uh, more interestingly than just oh well this is you know th- these are profile shots of them fighting. Um, just to jump ahead a little bit, like you have, uh, the camera, uh, zooming out and you realize that there's some sort of rope and then the knife goes through that, mm-hmm. through that hoop in uh, yeah. the rope. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to do, he's trying to frame things that are visually interesting mm-hmm. and not just, uh, make these kind of static, boring, uh, sure. shots. Sure. Sure. Um, also to jump ahead a little bit, um, one thing I, I like about, um, the raid movie. I don't know how. I, I don't want to keep talking about the raid because then then we're just gonna end up talking about that and not this movie. But um, I, I do like that. Uh, he he's he's comfortable with the the long takes, mm-hmm. like in his later films. We get us we get um, a semblance of that in uh, a later f- a later short, but you know uh, a short fight scene 
where he comes back to a nightclub and he, he's like taking out guys like left and right. Uh, but it's really short. It's like oh, probably yeah, yeah. like 30 seconds. Right. Long. It's a one take, but it yeah, it's like 30 seconds. It's it's not one of those things like, oh, did you see this two minute, three minute fight? No, it's it's actually pretty short. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you, again, you see a little bit of what he, you know, they they can do in the later movies. So yeah. Like, it's like almost like a demo reel for something. Right. Yeah, no, this could, this movie is a good, is is like him testing his skills. And mm-hmm. again, because if you watch this and you then you start to watch the later movies, you can see like, okay, this is what he was trying to do yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like kind of perfecting it later mm-hmm. on. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, no, but to go back on track, um, I mean, there's a bridge, um, the bridge scene, and um, right afterwards... We have a fight in the apartment, uh, which leads to the rooftop. It gets cut up halfway uh, by uh, like uh, like a chase scene that happens with the girl. Oh well, it's very short. Yeah, okay. well, no, it's not. It's not short. Well, I don't think the, it's short at all. The chase part is short. Her, uh, you know, dialoguing to her brother about staying in this little <laughs> cramped space and hide. I'll come back to you. It's so unrealistic yeah it's like it takes up like two whole minutes of time where you know the villains are clearly chasing after you right now and then we have that like dramatic oh don't leave me and like no i'll I'll never leave you i'll come back for you Mm -hmm. um and you see them him her slowly closing the door on his fingers yeah on his fingers yeah (laughs) and then the fingers get cut off yeah yeah. uh you see that and you're like okay like drama I don't, I don't care about the drama. I just want to see more of the action. Like, you, you started it. I kind of want to keep riding that wave. Yeah, yeah. It's a little inconsistent with, um, like, cutting between drama and action. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, As we were watching the fights, I started to notice that they were breaking up fights with drama. And it's like, ah, oh, no, no, no. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Because, you know, it, it messes with the flow. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. especially when, just jumping ahead a little bit, you have you have a fight scene, you insert drama, and then you show the end of the fight, but it's only like two or three moves. Like, yep. no, no, don't do that. <laughs> just just have it finished to the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, how does this actually get broken up, though? So we... Uh, okay, to be fair, it is... It starts with him fighting them inside the apartment, like inside the actual well, room. Well, it's really short. He just kicks a guy through the window, yeah. and then he jumps out. He jumps out, yeah. It, turn, it turns into... Uh, he's giving... Cha- their, uh, he's giving chase because he goes onto the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's running away in the alley, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and then, then we get the all. we get the drama, and then he busts out the door on the roof. And yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's okay because it's not like he was in the middle of a punch, and then all of a sudden we have this dramatic scene, and it comes back, and it's like he's he's still in the same fight. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this this one's a little forgivable. Yeah, I, I like sure. I like the rooftop stuff where he's running past all the clothes. Like mm-hmm. it's very very vivid and colorful. One thing I wanted that to, might be my TV. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one thing I one thing I liked about this movie is uh, I liked some of the cinematography. Like I've never seen okay. um, Indonesia really before, mm-hmm. and I liked that they really tried to make it colorful. Mm-hmm. Like he added a lot of yellows, a lot of pinks and stuff. Right. right. Uh, they he tried to make the greens really pop uh, when he's when they're in the countryside. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've never visited Indonesia, so uh, I. I thought it was really cool what he was trying to do visually. Like, I'm sure he was limited by a budget, but he was, I feel like he was really trying to make things stand out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the rooftop fight a lot too, but uh, it's, it, it's, it's mostly stands out once he jumps over, you know, from he parkours over from one, one rooftop to the next. 
and he takes that bamboo staff and basically like skewers the guy <laughs> well in he doesn't get impaled he doesn't but you yeah. know like you know what i mean it, yeah like, he, he stops his momentum as as the guy who's giving chase you know also gets you know uh, stabbed in, in the chest by this bamboo staff and he just plummets down uh the the um was it the first one or the second one i'm pretty no it's the first one the way that he falls i actually was not a fan of this and this is me being nitpicky but um, because obviously he's on wires, but I like I like that he actually he did the stunt, yeah, the, the stuntman. Well, and the and the cameras following him yeah, down. Yeah, that's to the, the part I don't like. You don't like that? I don't like. I that. like that. Mm, I don't know. It, it it's something about it. It, it didn't. It made it look unrealistic. Hmm. Well, you know what it is because so generally when you have those types of shots where somebody's falling down and the camera is following them usually it's shot from above mm-hmm. so you so it's a little harder to see like if the wires are catching him yeah. when we're falling from that profile you can see him slow down yeah. towards the end so i maybe that's what took you sure sure i uh, didn't mind the second one mm-hmm. the second another man falls um well, another man who's chasing him like they they fight on these bamboo scaffolding and uh, uh eco uh, knocks him over and you you see from a more um traditional uh, vantage point where he you see him in a wide fall to the ground and of course he's floating to the ground <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's, it's I, I prefer that more uh, mm-hmm. when you're when you're following the motion i don't know it kind of made it, it added this like weird uncanny valley effect to me and it doesn't mm-hmm. look real for some reason but it is. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Yeah. I know. Like, I know it's real. That's why I'm like, ah, oh, I wish yeah. I didn't do that. Because that's actually kind of cool. Because he, he lands like back first into the ground Yeah, from that high I, up. I wish it was a, a Thai stuntman. Because there would have been no wires. Oh, yeah. And it, he would have just taken that hit. <laughs> oh, God. You're probably right about that. Um, yeah. Uh, once he, So once that happens, he knocks those two guys down from the rooftop. He climbs down to the, the ground level. But he does so in such a like non-visually <laughs> impressive way. Well, I think the problem here is it's actually all in the one shot of yeah. him literally climbing down and you have the music pumping and you're like, yeah, <laughs> this is exciting until you realize, oh no, this is not exciting. <laughs> like just cut, you know, just cut to him jumping on the ground. and Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, he technically did it, but it's not visually impressive <laughs> right right yeah the way it's shot it's mm-hmm. just kind of the camera's just following down you're like so <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and immediately at the bottom there's a guy waiting for him exactly with that machete that you mentioned before mm-hmm. oh one thing that uh you and i kind of picked up on is that um eco has a peculiar way of dodging mm, moves right i i call it the oh no hot tea thing. hot tea <laughs> yeah like um like imagine you're you're sitting at a table and you just have your tea in front of you and then someone accidentally spills it and you're like you back up you're like oh no hot tea I don't want to get burned by this like so you you like you do this like little hand gesture okay hand, uh, okay, you're like, okay oh no no is it on me is it on me right right uh, and I was saying this to you I don't know if that is the style of Salat mm-hmm. or not I I I think that's just him. I think is that that's maybe his that's, style because mm-hmm. uh, he does it in his other, other movies too. Okay, okay, because it, it's kind of like a swaying circular motion mm-hmm. with uh, both left and right hands, yeah. and uh, it it looks for me personally. I thought it looked a little dancey, mm-hmm. so I kept I I got a little confused every time I saw him do it, mm-hmm. and then I said to you, okay, maybe that's kind of a tactical thing because if your hands are constantly moving, 
your opponent doesn't know which is actually going to strike. So maybe that's what it was. It could be, but I do notice that you know, like because the, the raid movies, he he does a lot. Like I, I think of the that scene in the raid too, that scene um, where he's fighting that guy uh, at the end, um, and you know he he does that motion quite often, and it's like I feel like that's just his trademark thing. Maybe he's. <laughs> He has a really bad center of balance, and that's like <laughs> him keeping himself up. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> left a little bit more left, right? right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the rooftop and leads to the ground level. He's, he's finding some of the guys. Uh, There's a lot of uh, like equipment, the, yeah, being like construction equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like using the um, like the pickaxe. He's mm-hmm. kicking guys into buckets and like barrels yeah. and whatnot. So I, I again, I'm spoiled by the raid movies because uh, sometimes the, the the finishing blows, I would just expect like someone's like a snap. arm to snap yeah. or like their face to burst into you know just Blood. bloody <laughs> puddles. Because mm-hmm. uh, one time he 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 gets a guy um, and he he. The guy, the goon's back slams into the uh, into a wheelbarrow, mm-hmm. and maybe it's the sound editing, maybe it's the way it was cut. Something about it, the felt like the impact was like like neutered, in yeah, in a way, or like muffled, yeah. maybe. Right, right. No, I I know what you're saying because you would think a, a move like that should be a little bigger, yeah, and it's almost like they have to glaze over it because the fighting is still going on mm-hmm. like they can't they can't linger on that moment too long sure yeah exactly that's that's what i mean and um and maybe goofy's not the way i want to describe it uh it's definitely not uh but it's it's a little bit more light-hearted and again this is their first uh attempt at this right so i i guess they haven't found their style yet so um i mean but there is some good choreography here eco's using that that um that bindle that he has on him the entire time with the the with the metal can inside the oh yeah he's he's wrapped up this metal case yeah. kind of like in like a scarf and mm-hmm. he's kind of using that to hit people with yeah yeah he yeah. got some pretty good choreography with that involving like kicking and also using he's kicking the bin well, yeah that's almost like a uh not a ricochet but like what, I'm, what what's the word i'm looking for almost uh I have no idea what you're it's trying like to say. It's like a weight on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, like all, all you need to know is that the choreography here, it, it's good. Like it's it's there, it, but it's it's not you know fully realized yet. I mean that's that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a theme of this episode. <laughs> it's it's not there yet, but it, it's mm-hmm. it's good for what it is. Um, but unfortunately, it kind of ends with that stupid motorbike portion. You don't like the motorbike portion? No. What, what's, well, I what's like the, how it I like how it starts and I like how it ends. I don't like I don't, anything like, I don't like anything in the middle. <laughs> because he you know, he tries to jump over the fence mm-hmm. and immediately he gets smashed off of it from the motorbike. <laughs> um and then he's running down this alley mm-hmm. somehow faster <laughs> than the motorcycle. <laughs> but I like the moment when he starts reaching out and mm-hmm. trying to grab for something mm-hmm. and I was like, Well, what the hell is he doing? And then you realize he grabs the towel mm-hmm. uh, of a man who's holding a towel, and it causes the man to pull back. And then both of them grabbing it, are they clothesline the motorcyclist. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's neat. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I like when, that. When the motorcyclist fell off the bike, I because exp- I, you see the, the bike hit uh, another vehicle, I, I was expecting it to explode. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, if you watch a scene, you'll see how unassuming the scene is, because it's not like he, he it's like, 
a, a huge set with uh, you know like gas, you know like like oil tankers next to it. Yeah. But yeah. I just because I'm so conditioned to action movies, I'm just like they're it's gonna explode, and it doesn't. I'm like oh. <laughs> I, I need my action stupidity <laughs> right 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 well for me the action stupidity came when the guy w- originally holding the ca- towel is just standing there in frame <laughs> not moving like he could have picked up the towel he could have did something but he's literally just standing there like what just happened <laughs> so now eco chases after them inside the building where they yeah, how does this how does this go? So like originally it was like the building where they all um were and then end up and finally they end up at like a shipyard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So but, it, it's the um it's the I think it's still the nightclub building, isn't it? It's the same is it the same one? I don't know. It, it, it doesn't it, it matter. <laughs> oh wait, you you might be right about that. But then like it's so much larger and there's like elevators. That that nightclub did not look like it had like, you know, those kind of elevators. Well, who cares? Does, okay, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sure, matter. <laughs> sure. Um, they, so they end up uh, in this much larger building, mm-hmm. and it's just a series of goons going after Eco. Um, what well, I mean, we we got a lot. We have a lot of sets here, as we saw off in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It leads into the lobby area, and then finally in the um, in the elevator, mm-hmm. where we have a fight between Eco and Yayan. and uh, I I like that fight a lot. Uh, again, really. Because yeah, any scene where you have the two of them, you know, fighting, like I'm, I'm very appreciative because like you can see see a lot, um, like highlighted. Yeah. as much as you can. You look like you had something to say. Oh, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I thought you had another thought. There. No, no, no. No, I like I like the elevator fight a lot. Um, if we didn't have the fight at the end, this probably would have been the best one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because it's no longer eco versus goons it's it's him fighting somebody actually on his level and you just get really really nice uh not super long but you know decently long takes of choreography Mm -hmm. and they're fighting inside this really really cramped space Uh, i i'm always a fan of that right it's not it's not on the level of Ip man three which i think (laughs) might be my favorite elevator fight but uh, because they have to actually stop the elevator yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh yeah, the, the the this fight, um, like obviously it's a, it's a set, right? Because you know you have your you have a good usage of like overhead shots and you know like profile views. Um, yeah, you know, actually, I don't think it cramped at all. I think it's actually a very spacious elevator. Well, yeah, yeah, it it, it should be cramped because it's an elevator. But that's the largest freaking elevator I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Yayan, obviously, he's like the um. Uh, unreluctant. He's the reluctant villain, right? He doesn't yeah. actually want to be, you know, fighting uh, Eco. He just has to, and um, he dies. He dies in. Oh, yeah, a spoiler. Uh, he dies in the most. Um, not, maybe not anticlimactic, but it would be like overly climactic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word. Yeah, sure. It, um, it's 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 too over. It's too over, over the, the top. top. There, yeah, you go. there yes. we go. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a movie that's kind of subtle, like, um, it, it doesn't feel like this is definitely over the top. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, he gets shot up and he, he like, completely just like riddled with bullets, mm-hmm. and somehow he still has the energy up and like to just bum rush the, the, <laughs> the, the shooters. Yeah, how the hell did you do that? Uh, and um, yeah, but the, the rest of the fight, like before and after this, is just eco versus goons, and we, I actually like the fight in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like, there's good usage of of you know furniture, uh, we have that 
backbridge that Eco does on oh, the couch. So weird. I don't, I, I don't know. This <laughs> the setup is so impractical for him to get into that. He goes into a backbridge and. Mm-hmm. For some reason, so he goes into a back bridge using the edge of the couch. Mm-hmm. For some reason, one of the goons decides to push the couch. So he has to like kind of crab walk mm-hmm. as as it's like the couch is moving. It, it's kind of cool to see, but it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, like why? That, that almost feels like a Jackie thing to do. Yeah, and, yeah, it does feel like it. Now that you say that, it does feel like a Jackie that's, thing. That's, thematically, it doesn't work. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's goofy. Yeah, it, it does look silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's so short, though. So I, I, it, it's fine. And then he like, throws some dude on a glass table. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that a lot. Um, wait, <laughs> I, I literally just lost my train of thought. Like, oh, yeah, the, the, the glass table. We have usage of that. And we have um, that, that one of the stunt people in this scene. Uh, he's a larger dude, like a large, balder, uh, larger, bald dude. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to be as limber as he actually was because he's delivering some like spinning hook kicks and they're pretty high up. I was like, whoa. And he's doing it in a suit. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was very impressed by that. Um, but yeah, I kind of just want to go straight into the final fight with um, with Eco versus uh, Lorenz and Mads. Well, uh, we do get the larger goon fight again before that oh, when yeah, they're fighting right. on the, uh, the the big shipping containers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, totally that, yeah. I kept on thinking of Tom Young Goon mm, in this. Okay. There's that moment where Tony Ja <clears throat> like kills a hundred guys who all just keep on running in. Like <laughs> yep. they're all in black, mm-hmm. and he keeps on just doing these um, like like. Uh, bone breaking moves literally like breaking the yeah, wrist yeah. breaking the arm and, and all that or like throwing them around and i i couldn't not see that in in this moment yeah yeah uh, well i think you know, the other thing that you were noticing and like i once you pointed out i couldn't stop noticing was that uh like he keeps he get they're fighting on top of these shipping containers but like they just keep on these people just keep on appearing out of nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're climbing up. They're just they're just there. Mm-hmm. So if I bet if they're you look camera left like outside the boundaries of what you can see on camera, it's just like five people standing. They're just standing waiting. there waiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that yeah that's that's why I kept thinking of Tom Young Goon because in Tom Young Goon mm-hmm. there's I feel like there's fifty guys all just waiting their turn slowly <laughs> rushing in. Yep. If you if the camera went wide enough, you would just see people standing around yep. waiting their turn, <laughs> and that's what this moment feels like. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. The camera's close enough so that you can kind of hide that. It it's it's like it, it, they literally are waiting their turn to get their arms broken <laughs> or yeah. whatnot. Oh, you know something I just noticed just now. Thinking like looking back on all the the pratfalls that happened in the, in this movie. Especially with this scene, uh, because you they're fighting on the shipping container. So the way that he disposes some of some of these guys is like he, he knocks them off the container. So like for example, like some guy will be kicked off, and you see him slam into another container and then fall to the ground. Um, but you don't see that in, in any of the raid movies. Uh, you don't see like those types of stunts. You don't see much. Uh, maybe stunt works. Yeah, that that would be more stuff. Sure, sure. Like it's more a lot of close quarters combat. Versus, yeah, yeah. You know this kind of stuff. Right. I think they started to realize like maybe this the stunt stuff isn't their thing because if you watch some of the other like um, 
Indonesian martial arts, I, I can't really recall stunt work too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I think they they're going for the more visceral, um, bloody mm-hmm. kind of fighting. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Like at, at, it, before the raid happened, and they're yeah, I've had this movie. It just felt it. This feels more like uh, you know, like, oh, what what did Angbok do? Oh, well, let's try to do something similar to that. Right. Yeah, I, they're they're taking. He, I think Gareth Evans was just taking things that he liked and mm-hmm. was just kind of putting it all together mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's <laughs> by the end of the fight, you just see just bodies littered on top of the containers. <laughs> um, and the way that he disposes of some of these guys, it's impressive. It's very, very impressive. Um, we have a lot of, um, you know, like, uh, maybe not grappling, but like a lot of, like, it felt a little grapply, which is fine. I, I liked it. Yeah, 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 like a lot of holds, you know, like they, they, like disable them by, you know, like maybe like grabbing their, you know, like locking their arm, their arm in place and then like delivering some sort of finishing blow. But again, those finishing blows feel like pretty muffled, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they don't feel like the you know, as violent as 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 I'm accustomed to. Um so yeah, he he dispatches of everybody on the containers. He comes back down to literal ground level. And um, now we have a two-on-one fight, and this almost feels like a reversal of the last fight from the raid, which actually is my least favorite fight from the raid, because mm. the reason why I didn't like that fight isn't because the choreography is bad, because I, but be, it's because I'm not a fan of two-on-one when the villain is the one, mm. you know? Um, right, right. Because the odds are technically in the hero's favor yeah yeah and i i don't feel i don't feel as much um like uh, you know angst, they're you uh, know uh, they're gonna win yeah yeah, yeah. anxiety is right thing. right something something i mean that's why it works in action movies it's you know two on one when two villains versus one hero mm-hmm. like when the odds are stacked against you it, it feels better when you win like yeah you, you um, want you want to root for the underdog. Here. Exactly, yeah. And it's, yeah, like you said in the raid, it's kind of weird. You have those two guys fighting uh, Yayan's character, mm-hmm. and you're just like, why aren't you winning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because PCP's a hell of a drug. Yeah. yeah well, okay, I, I do like this fight, um, because I, it's a very, un- those two characters, the villains, they're very unassuming. They do not look like martial artists. They do not look like action people. Again, one of them looks like an accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised to see that the accountant can really throw kicks. Yep, super mm-hmm. flexible. I, I believe he was uh, he practiced in the Shaolin Monastery. Uh, the, the actor, obviously, uh, and he has his signature move where he uh, he'll do a very high like axe kick, but he'll grab his ankle so that it'll snap down like a rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's very impractical, but I was like, hey, when you see it, you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's excusable. I'll I'll be, I'm okay with that. You need those types of moves Mm -hmm. in, in choreography because otherwise it's just people throwing like the same kinds of punches and kicks. Like there's only so many different combinations where like, okay, I, you know, I've seen this before. You kind of need those signature moves to, to make it stand out a little more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so the other dude, Mads Koldal, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I, I, Danish is not <laughs> one of my things. Um, he, uh, I guess his choreography is a little simpler, but he, he's kind of coming at it more like an aggressive brute, uh, approach, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Uh, it, it, 
it this reminded me of a different fight as well. This reminded me of a little bit of Who Am I? Oh, okay. you have one person with kicks and the other person's, mm-hmm. ba- you know, more punches, ba- basic uh, combat, mm-hmm. and then you have the person in the middle, Jackie Chan's character, yeah. mm-hmm. trying to f- fight against them. Uh, obviously, in Who Am I, they both take turns until they all eventually go at it. In this movie, they are all just going at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing I like about this fight. It doesn't feel like they're waiting their turn. Because, uh, you know, the only thing that's really preventing them from ganging up on him, like, the, throughout the whole fight, is because they're they're reeling from the pain that they're experiencing from the last hit. Yeah, this, this movie does it correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to really get a blow on somebody so they, you know, rile in pain, and then the camera doesn't focus on them. They kind of go off screen, and so you can focus on the one-on-one, and then he will dispose of that person and then the other person will come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for and sure. I'm perfectly fine with that kind of stuff because realistically, what should have happened is <laughs> the person should have just came behind him and like put him in a headlock. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they both grab him by the arms and pin him to the wall and they just start wailing on his stomach. But the way that he gets out is so, I don't know, I find it unrealistic. He just, How did he get out? I forgot. He, he just... Did he roll he, out he, of it? They both punched him at the same time, and then when they're they're winding their arm back to punch him again, he just rolls out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's you clearly weren't holding him hard enough, right? One right. guy hold him down, like you said. One guy hold, hold him, him down, down. Yeah, starts yeah. just smacking him. I, I kind of wish they tried that a little bit, but it, you know, it wouldn't have the the pacing and the fluidity of the fight. It, it probably would have just grinded right. to a halt if they yeah. tried to do grappling yeah. in this I, moment. I like the ground fighting, and not gra- grappling, but they, they do a lot of these uh, flashy kicks and, and, and stuff whilst they, like basically crawling in, in, like, uh, in crouched positions, mm-hmm. uh, especially with, uh, what's your name, uh, Laurent Busson. Um, you know, like, again, he's, he's showing off how, how you know, talented he is, especially when he has that one leg uh, the, uh, being held and he just swings his other leg around it, almost like a 540, you know. But uh, again, you know, it shows off how like unassuming but still incredibly athletic that this guy is. Um, and then we get introduced to more pipes. <laughs> more pipes in this movie. It's like metal rebar, rebar pipes, I guess. I don't I mean, know. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, uh, like, uh, I I hate when this happens where. Uh, the bad guys get a weapon mm-hmm. and the hero can just dodge it like they're <laughs> they're swinging in a way that it's so easy to dodge it and you have two guys swinging pipes mm-hmm. and eco is not getting hit i'm like no come <laughs> on come on yeah well they they do land some hits it's not fatal it's, it's not like Eco's yeah yeah i know i know up. uh you know like because then they he starts running away from the the fighting that's going on at, like in towards where the shipping containers actually you know are, are sandwiching them right this this was yeah, yeah this was good because realistically there's no way he could have mm-hmm. like dodged them in that kind of open area i think he really need to needed to narrow it down so at least he could get uh, one he could be behind both of them instead of like them sandwiching him in mm-hmm. and I, I thought this was good how he, how they did it yeah no that's smart i, I do interpret it that way but yeah like if, if you have a long range longer range weapon if you're fighting a smaller quarters it's you know you don't have as much uh ability to work around with it uh and and we learned that <laughs> the small quarters could be a detriment to you <laughs> if, if you have metal pipes 
the way he, the way that the accountant looking dude dies is so it, it it's it comes out of nowhere almost yeah, like, editing wise well, editing wise it kind of does come out of nowhere because what happens is he's holding a pipe mm-hmm. and the, he gets smashed between the door mm-hmm. but then immediately eco gets thrown out from in between the um immediately like within like like three frames after that yeah he like flies like across the screen on the ground mm-hmm. and you don't ha- really have time to process what just happened yeah. until finally the other bad guy runs past him and you just see him standing there. You're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, well, you see him, the door slowly opens, opens. Mm-hmm. and then you see that he's been impaled by his own metal rod in the chest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, something about it just so goofy. Uh, like it's, it's like almost unintentional comedy. It, no, it, it's very unintentional comedy <laughs> at this point. Uh, it's just like the lamest way to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like they. And that's that's fine the way they took him out. I wish they set it up a little better. Mm-hmm. I think the edit does yeah. make it too jarring. If they set up the door, they set up him maybe like uh, he was like trying to um, just smash him against the door, and then finally he was able to get it. Right. Uh, but that the whole the whole choreography in the moment happened so fast. I think that's why we were just taken aback when we saw. Yeah, that. yeah. I think I was more distracted with Eco Gang. Like ejected from that air, <laughs> that, that scene. Yeah, he literally flies, flies across. The yeah, screen. but but the the thing that preceded that was uh, um, Mads Kotel punches him. Like it looks like a very like a like normal simple punch. punch, but it sends him flying. And I was very confused by that. And then the next cut is you see that the guy's been stabbed, and like everything about this is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah. And then he runs up to Eco. Mm-hmm. And instead of grabbing the berserker mode, instead yeah. of grabbing the pipe on the ground, he starts <laughs> kicking him. I'm like, oh, come on, dude, come on. Well, he wisens up later because mm-hmm. uh, once Eco uh, discovers the power of, I have no idea, love. I don't know. Like he he because he gets so he, he's getting choked out mm-hmm. uh, in, on the wall in a very similar moment to Ungbok, uh-huh. where Tony Jaw is getting choked out at the end, but then he remembers Buddha's head and he. <laughs> gets powered up from that so he's able to you know get out of the hold right in this i think it's because he hears uh the woman's voice in the in the shipping container i think that's what they were trying to imply oh i guess yeah uh, yeah that, okay, that's fine uh, but she whispered it to how on earth did it, no exactly yeah yeah it, it, it's, it's fine it's I, stupid, yeah it's kind of dumb uh yeah and then he discovers the power of ang- anger of anger again? i don't know i don't know he he, he breaks out of the he doesn't break out of it immediately. He punches the guy in the in the nose, square in the face. Yeah, in the nose. Like, a couple like five times in a row until the guy just realizes, oh, this hurts. I can try to let go. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. The blood effect is kind of strange. It almost looks digital. I think it's a combination of digital. I think it's a combination of the actor didn't have blood on his face. And then they did another take where he did, mm-hmm. and they kind of, I think maybe they tried to splice the scenes together, like mm-hmm. like after the, the fist oh. makes contact, maybe oh. they, I don't know, it looks weird. You, that, there, that is, is weird, yeah. There's yeah. some digital things going on if you go back and look at it, but uh-huh. it, because if you think about it, what were they going to do, like put blood on his fist? I then, was thinking that. And then though. have the fist hit the face? Yeah, I, that was totally my theory, was that like they probably had some sort of 
um, squib or some sort of like bloody rag that it's inside Eco's hand. Yeah. And just like every I don't, time I don't think it would have properly gone in his face that way. Yeah. If, if they did it like that. So another thing that's distracting about it is that it doesn't actually look like it's on his face. It looks like it's floating on his face. <laughs> so maybe it's digital. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's all digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he knocks the guy down. And then Eco does the stupidest thing, which is not kill the dude. Yeah, yeah. Because it, unfortunately, literally comes back to stab him in the chest. <laughs> the chest. Um, and yeah, like just like the complaint before, it, like it, something happens so quickly, you don't even really catch it. Uh, once Eco gets stabbed in the chest, uh, he also delivers a like a, a sidekick to the guy's whatever, and then Throat. the guy dies. I'm like, well, what happened? Like, I don't even know what he did. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even see it on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we, we That's it. how fast he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the way that the villain died, like, writhing. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 in, if they... it looks like he was slowly being lowered onto a cucumber. Oh god! Like, like think think of his face in that moment, oh, and, and he's like, no, no, uh, no. Uh, I don't want that imagery. <laughs> I don't want that imagery. Uh, and then, I mean, I guess the well, that's movie, it. That's the that's the last. Sure, fight. <laughs> sure. I guess the movie kind of ends on a relatively positive note. The girl. Well, we don't need. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go into that. Sure, it it, it does end on a positive note. Sure, kinda. Although, Mm -hmm. you know, what happened to Eco? I don't. I don't know. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have died. That's my opinion. Really? I don't think he should have died. I thought it was fine that he like he goes out the hero. It's 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 his journey. You know, like to. Well, I mean, I didn't really get that, but it was supposed <laughs> it was supposed to be his journey, and he was doing it for the girl, and you know, he saved all those people. Mm. I don't think feel like it's fitting for this movie. Um, it, it feels like he he should have like, and this is not just me being trying to be like positive. Like, oh, I want a happy ending. But mm-hmm. I was like he that doesn't feel like his death was warranted. Like he doesn't need to die. The, the movie could have been just the same if he didn't die. Uh, I was I didn't like it, but it doesn't matter. Um, because that is Marantau, mm-hmm. action-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very hungover episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I've, uh, I've, I've said enough about this being compared to the later movies. So I, I think... I mean, if you've heard me say it throughout the whole episode, you'll know how I feel when it comes to um, how this movie seems like it's... It doesn't know what it, it is yet. Yeah. Or like they haven't discovered their own style yet, so they're still going like riding the coattails of you know, Angbach, uh, which what happened like six years ago, um, which is fine uh, because you know they haven't discovered it yet. So I think for what it is, it's good for one viewing, and then you could just watch the raid, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because right. I can watch you know the raid and raid two, etc., multiple times and I won't get tired of those. This one it feels like okay, uh, this is this is a good. It's a good start. Attempt. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good start. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, you see a little traces of what it's gonna be, you know, uh, in the future, uh, but that evolution hasn't happened yet. So, um, I think it's good just to look at it and then maybe not. You don't have to watch it again. Uh, fight scenes are okay. I prefer the the excessive violence mm-hmm. that I'm accustomed to. So without it, it feels kind of neutered. Um, and then there's some choices there. Uh, that I feel like were made. It's like the stunt work that we were talking about before. Um, that 
I'm glad that they got rid of when it comes to like the raid movies because you, you don't really need those. Um, like just ho- hone in on the thing that you're really good at and just make that you know uh, perfect that as much as you can. Uh, the stunt work didn't like all felt a little too floaty. It all felt like um, it wasn't their their forte. So yeah. like the fact that they got rid of it, it was that's you know, a good concession on my part. Um, so Marantau was good. It was interesting. Um, I'd recommend the fight scenes, but yeah, just watch the just watch the raid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, zero. What are, you, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah. I mean, basically everything you said. Uh, if you haven't seen the film, you know, give it the um the mandatory watch, one watch. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's I mentioned earlier. It's it's weird. It's it feels more like a drama that has martial arts in it until you get to the end when it's basically all just fighting. Mm-hmm. It feels like they were trying to make like a very serious movie. They're trying to build the characters a lot and make you care about them. But personally I didn't. So I think they, there is missteps in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Cause like I wanted to like Eco. his mom felt, you know, like she was just so upset that he was leaving and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to understand her, but I, you know, like he, he was, just this empty vessel still. Mm, right, right. Very similar to Tony Jaa's character. Like, you know, not really a character. But he's, you know, the audience surrogate and all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Well, that, maybe that's why I don't like the fact that he died at the end. It just makes her... Like, she really doesn't want him to leave. And I feel like, okay, maybe if he was a bad character and then he discovers... And he... Yeah. He yeah. grows up. He becomes better. Yeah. Oh, he's almost like... um, What's his face from Ong Bak? The, the comic relief character. Eco's characters? No, no, no. Eco's characters almost. Well, I mean, I mean he doesn't do a Marantau, but you know, he leaves his village. Uh, see, like that's actually almost what I was expecting. Uh, and then, not to disparage Eco, but because you know, in terms of his acting ability, but I mean, he has one specific kind of role when it comes to his characters on, and then, you know, the movies. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I can't believe I'm comparing him to what's his face from. Um, uh, from Ongbok, but I mean, I thought his story arc was more compelling because, like, he they're the, basically the, blo- the, the blonde guy. Yeah, yeah. His, no, they didn't. Yes, he leaves yeah. a village. He leaves his village uh, almost as some sort of like, um, you know, like fuck you, I'm better than you kind of mentality. But he didn't leave the vi- his village for that. I know that. I know that. So what ends up happening? What their fate is the same. They both die mm-hmm. when they discover. Uh, I guess they're calling and such, right? You know, like they're. That's so, a <laughs> you're 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 connecting the dots. Look, it's a stretch. It's look, a stretch. All right, all right. It might be the couple bourbons that we had last <laughs> night that's just swimming through my brain right now, or maybe I'm onto something here. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I will I will disagree with you there. But sure, if if that's the connection you want to make, right. no, it's, I, it's I, fine. The only point I want to make is uh, you know because it doesn't seem like he has a story arc. No, he doesn't, and that that's why I feel this was. They they kind of missed it with the script. Like I yeah. wanted to like Eco. I wanted to like him for trying to save this girl because she, her character is developed fine. So mm-hmm. I did yeah. kind of feel for her. It's just that I wanted to like him in trying to save her, and that's what they didn't show us. Yeah, yeah. he you know, his whole thing is I'm a hero. I'm gonna be protecting so and so. But uh, because there's no story arc, I, I, I felt like that ending was just so well, you like, know what, sad for the sake uh, You know what it sad. is? His story arc is he died the hero. Like, it's kind of, yeah. like, that's all they could do with him. Sure. Which is kind of, you know, it's kind of the cheap way out, but <laughs> yeah. maybe you <laughs> got to do it. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 
you got to give it the mandatory one watch. Sure. Uh, I personally like the elevator fight and then the the two on one in the end. I thought those were very solid in terms mm-hmm. of choreography. You could definitely rewatch those and see some really really good stuff. Right. Um, and then yeah, go on to watch uh, the Raiden films, <laughs> yeah. but but not. Wu Assassins. Oh, oh my god. god. No, no, no. no. no, no. We, we need to watch that with alcohol and I <laughs> and you need to see how frustrated I get watching that series. We'll we'll make us we'll make us like a the back continuous um we'll make another podcast series just for uh, us for, talking about Wu Assassins. <laughs> like it starts off with us like, "Oh, this is funny." And then with and then by episode 3 like, "This is not funny anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible." I think I got to I I got to the end. There's like 12 episodes. Or I think they got renewed, right? No, <laughs> no, that I shit is if, bad. I don't know if I'm actually saying that or oh if my I actually. God. Did. I I was so angry at the end of that. I'll watch Who Assassins over Mantel. Yeah, I don't know if I want. I would watch it with you, but I would never watch that again by myself. That was painful. Yeah, no, I I, I like so bad. It's good. So I, I totally did do it. But uh, <laughs> imagine Marantau suddenly, like it's just like in the middle of fighting, all like him running away from the goons. All of a sudden, this mystical Chinese monk, a Chinese woman, appears out of nowhere, and then he gets sent to this other realm. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> stop it! And he gets to fight um, a CG boulder. Yes, yes. Oh, God. I don't know. I, I like that show. <laughs> no. You didn't finish no, it, no, so you can't even <laughs> say that. <laughs> 